0: and welcome to the To Mom podcast. My name is Valerie Probstfeld. Please join me as we encourage mothers to live their verb while also practicing self-grace. The goal of this podcast is to promote love as an action and live life more authentically. Just think about it. In five generations from now, you will have approximately 30 descendants, and the number keeps getting larger and larger. We have more power as moms than we realize. Motherhood, in my opinion, is the most important job in the world. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I have a great guest lined up for you today. I am so excited for you to hear our conversation. But first, let me tell you about the mission of To Mom Is To Love. To Mom Is To Love is to support encourage, and empower each other as imperfect moms to love as a verb. Join us and subscribe, share, and follow. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of our motherhood community. So my amazing guest that I had the pleasure of speaking with today, her name is Robin Pringle-Kanzius. And she is an inspirational speaker and the host of a fascinating podcast called Conversations with Robin. Robin is a certified confidence and mindset life coach. She helps people change their perspective on life through mindfulness, intention, and positive thinking.
1: So let's get into it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Valerie, for having me on. I am excited about being here today. I am a mom, I'm a mom of three. I have a twenty one year old, a thirteen year old, and an eleven year old. so I'm very busy <laughs> I'm very busy as as you as you would know as well. Uh, so I am actually a retired hairdresser. I was one of those people who have always known what they wanted to do um, as a child. And I've always known that I wanted to do something with people and just do something of service. And I became a hairdresser and I was a hairdresser for 17 years. And around, I want to say 2019, I started thinking, you know what? Um, I am not feeling the passion that I used to feel for hairdressing. And I love my clients, but I just did not enjoy doing what I did anymore. So I started kind of thinking outside the box of what is it that I would love to do? What what is my next purpose in life? And I became certified as a, a mindset life coach because I love talking about shifting perspective and how can we sit in our emotions and where we're at right now, but how can we also get beyond that. And so I decided, you know what? I think maybe life coaching would be best for me. But as I started doing that, I realized I didn't want to do it just one-on-one, but I wanted to do more of it on a broader spectrum. And a friend of mine said, you know what? You really should like start a podcast. And it's funny because I was always the type of person that wanted to be in the background. I never wanted to be uh, the one that was seen. You know, I always wanted to be behind the curtains and putting myself out there. I created conversations with Robin and that is where I'm at today. And that has become my passion. That's amazing. And
0: I listening to your episodes, I really do hear that passion and see that passion that you bring to each and every conversation. And I love that. I love just the perspective that you have on working with individuals on confidence and mindfulness, mindset. Like, we all need more of that. What made you decide in particular to do those two things? Like, was confidence and mindset, was that a struggle for you? Or did you kind of see, um, you know, other women struggling? Like, what made you uh, decide that in particular you wanted to work with?
1: So that is a great question. I've always myself have dealt with confidence. Mm. And just thinking, well, you know, what other people think about me. And at a point in my life where I say, you know what? It's not about that. It's more so of what I think of myself and what can I do to contribute to the world. Mm -hmm. And that's when I also started saying, if I become certified in this and start researching and taking classes and courses about this, it will not only help others, but it will also help myself. And then just being a hairdresser, having just multiple different type of personalities sit in my chair, I really began to start understanding people. And I think we all have some lack of confidence. We all want to be seen, we all want to be heard, but it's, it's, it's like we're waiting for the other person to give us that, um, that push, if you will, but yet we need to give it to ourselves first. Mm. So that is a great question, Valerie. Mm.
0: Yeah, I I
1: struggle with that
0: too. And I I agree. I think all of us do to a certain extent. Like I think with confidence, I looked up the origin of that word and it actually means to trust. It comes from the Latin word um, uh, confidere, um, which means to trust. And do i i thought like do i trust myself do i trust what i can bring to this world what do i am i always doing that and i think cultivating that self trust that self compassion is something a journey that i have had to embark on it sounds like um which a lot of people the same like i feel like i can talk to anyone in any walk of life and really when we get vulnerable enough that that issue is there
1: Mhm yes and and you're right because I feel like a lot of us you know especially my, well a lot of us have that um that confidence kind of thing but moms as well I feel like because we're always thinking well are we doing this right are we doing that right you know and we're always asking ourselves that but my thing is if you're asking yourself that question and guess what? You are doing something right. You are a good mom. You're doing well because you're 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 wanting to have more. You're wanting to do more. Mm.
0: I love that. Yeah, because we're always like, oh, I don't know if I did this, but the fact that you're even like thinking about it, yeah, asking. Um yes, absolutely. And we all are doing such a good job. We all are so entirely too hard on ourselves. And that self-talk, that negative self-talk, I know I struggle with so much sometimes that I just have to remind myself to replace the negative with the positive even if I don't necessarily want to. Just that practice for me helps. Um, what kind of advice would you give moms? Like if you have a mom, like if you're coaching that says, like, I struggle with confidence and I just don't know if I am doing a good enough job or I, I, you know, see all these other moms getting it. What would you tell them? Like what kind of advice would you give them?
1: Yeah, so the first thing is I know I myself I always say this to myself where you cannot compare your journey to someone else's because each of our journey will look different. Mm. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but all you can do is focus on you and yourself. So just if you're struggling with that mindset where you're wanting to do more and you're just trying to get out of that negative space, you have to stop comparing yourself to other people um, what I like to do is just stay within the present moment and be grateful for what is happening at that very moment. And I feel like that helps shift our perspective in a big way because we're not thinking about the past. We're not thinking about the future, which what we as humans, we tend to do. And especially with society right now and where we're at, we're constantly, our minds are constantly going But if you think about the present moment and what's happening at this very moment, then your mind will settle down. It actually helps with your nervous system as well. Mm. So that's what I I I practice myself, and I try and tell others to practice Mm. as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, as you're talking, I'm like trying to do that myself. Like I'm, I closed my eyes as you were saying that, and I'm like just grounding myself in the present moment because that's the only place we truly can meet others, like I can't take my family or my kids to my what if worries of the future or my ruminations of the past. Like I can talk with them about it, but I can't really meet them. And like right now with the fall leaves that are You know, just with the sunlight hitting the, like I'm just looking out the window here, like just embracing the moment for what it is. And wherever you are, like where our listeners are, grounding yourself.
1: Yeah. It's, it's important too, Valerie. I feel like because, like you said, you know, just making sure you're grounding yourself in that moment, it literally, it just really helps with, with our, thinking in our nervous system. And you can just feel that shift right away. Yeah, you can. And I,
0: I struggle with that. And my heart rate will sometimes increase when I get anxious. Do you do any kind of like deep breathing with the mindfulness or like the doing the senses or how, what are some other ways you can ground yourself? Cause I know like maybe a, a, what works for me may not work for you and vice versa.
1: Yeah. So I do a lot of meditation. Um, I do the biggest thing is the way that I start my day is with meditation. Mm -hmm. So anytime before I start my day, I give myself at least 10 or 15 minutes. And even if I'm pushing it and if I only have five minutes, but as long as I give myself that little bit of time, in the morning and i'm just doing some breathing exercises where i'm slowing down my inhalation and and i am slowing down my exhalation but making sure my inhalation is a little bit shorter than my exhalation so i'm really fully exhaling and that really helps ground me um as mm. well yeah and even throughout the day, like if I feel like I'm starting to get um, a little nervous or a little tense throughout the day, I'll just sit for like one minute, close my eyes and just just practice that deep mm. breathing. And it really helps. It helps my body. It helps my mind. It helps my soul. So I'll do like four inhales to like six mm. exhales. Maybe We
0: can do that right now, like together. So if you can repeat that one more time for us.
1: Yes. So breathe in through the nose for a count of four. And then breathe slowly out through the mouth for a count of six. And you feel your body just kind of ground and gravity just kind of pull yourself and let your body feel loose. So if you want to breathe in again for a count of four four, through the nose. And then breathe out through your mouth for a count of six. Mm. How did that make you feel? Really, really relaxed.
0: I mean, I want to keep doing it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It helps. It, does. it really does. <laughs> and I know we've talked before about nature, and I just love nature, and I feel like that helps me with mindfulness. Um, what would you would when you do like your deep breathing? Do you close your eyes? Do you look out a window? do you do something different when you go outside or like, what would you, how can you incorporate all of that? Or is it something different that helps you?
1: Yeah. So I, when I tend to do my deep breathing, breathing, I am sitting down um, in a chair or I'm laying down, but with nature, if I'm on the walk, and I just kind of, I kind of just take my time And actually listen to what nature is trying to tell me. So the trees might be moving. So that's a vibration. The birds might be singing or talking. That's their vibration. You know, you might hear people talking or cars going. But I'm just listening to what the earth is trying to tell me. Through vibration and through sound.
0: That's very, it's, it's. Like, the word I think of is, like, magical almost. Like, this word, this world is just so magical when you take it all in and how we're all related. I, it really, yeah. I know before we started recording, you were telling me that you um, took a trip out to the Pigeon Forge area. Is that, that's by the, that's in the Appalachian Mountains? is that right?
1: Yes, yes, in Tennessee. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. beautiful. And we, oh my gosh. Yeah. And we were, um, there at a time where of course, this is my favorite time of the year, the fall, um, in the U S over here, because you get to literally just see the trees, you know, I can, I, when I'm dropping my, my daughter off to school, And I'm looking outside and as I'm driving, I'll see just the beautiful colors of the browns, the burnt orange, the reds and the greens and the yellows. And it's so vibrant. And I'll tell her, I'm like, look, look, Liz, like, look outside, look at the trees and just be grateful. I'm always saying thank you because nature is allowing me to see this at this very moment. But it's such a beautiful, like you said, magical moment when you get to see that. Absolutely.
0: I love that. And I love that, just that um, the Smoky Mountains in general, like we go, we've gone a few times. And actually, that's like when I first started writing about mindfulness when my kids were walking to a little creek there. I guess it was kind of a bigger creek, but you know, so, so like water was flowing over some rocks, creating just little waterfalls. Um, and there were so many sticks. And like all my kids. uh, How old were they at the time? I think like two, four and six, about that. And they just hopped from rock to rock. And my husband was like helping the older two. I was holding, actually, I guess she was younger, um, my youngest. So I was holding her and just watching the older two while holding my younger one and seeing the water flowing through the rocks And almost like our thoughts flowing through the rocks where like a thought is a thought. It's just going to keep going. Maybe um, one's smoother, one's more rough. And with the sunlight hitting the leaves, it was just such a pretty but beautiful, like almost like a spiritual type experience where I felt God in the moment or however you – you describe that spirituality like it it really was I felt one with nature and I think everywhere has those type of places for some reason like the Smoky Mountains really called to me and I know for each and every one there is there that magical place that you can go to experience that.
1: Yes and I love how you just compared the water um, hitting the rocks and flowing like to our thoughts, because that is very true. One thought might be a good thought, and the next moment you might have a negative thought. And how do you, how do we change that thought and just let those thoughts and emotions pass and flow like how water does? So I love how you just said Mm -hmm. that.
0: Yeah, it helps me when, like, sometimes I literally do have to visualize that when I do have a thought, when I get my those thoughts, they just are kind of like um, pop up windows. Sometimes Andrew Huberman talks about them being pop up windows. Like you just x them out. Like the thought is a thought. Like have that flow down the river. And sometimes I forget that. But when I do remember a thought is a thought, then I'm like, oh, let me remember this water. Let me remember how how can I visualize it? Maybe like the waves coming into the shore or out, um, or whatever that may be. It kind of reminds me, like, is there any other type of calming the soul exercises that give you peace, like yoga or like just sitting with your emotions? What other types of things do you do to calm yourself?
1: Yeah, so I so <laughs> it's funny um, when during the pandemic um, back in 2020 and in Georgia, we were on lockdown for, I think, about six mm. weeks which was a lot less than a lot of other people. Um, but for those six weeks, literally every day, Valerie, I did yoga Mm. and that was mind blowing for me. It created a sense of flexibility, but also a sense of stillness for me. I don't practice it as much now just because of time, but, um, just sitting with, making sure I am sitting with my emotions and sitting with my thoughts and doing those breathing exercises, that really is um, a game changer for me. Mm. And also writing as well. I do like to do a little bit of um, of just creative writing and just writing down those thoughts that I have at that moment. But one thing that I practice every night is writing in my gratitude journal, mm. And just thinking about what happened during that day and writing those thoughts down at night and just being grateful just for having a sip of coffee in the morning or seeing the fall leaves change or just, you know, something as simple as that really can just put it, put me into a mindset of of gratitude. Yeah. Mm.
0: I love that. You're literally like creating those mental backroads and exercising those backroads and taking that divergence from the highways of you know, self-doubt or fear or frustration. And I love that that exercise. and then that in turn, like will strengthen that habit or that pathway. And it is simple. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel like so much of life is the simple things are the big things. Like I keep realizing that as the years go on. And embracing that simplicity and being thankful and grateful. And what a beautiful month of November to really be grateful for what we have. And Robin – um. Uh one other thing I wanted to ask you is the random acts of kindness pay it forward. You had a video on that and I really identified with it. I thought that was so great. Can you talk with us a bit about um acts of kindness and how that helps you?
1: Yeah. So, um I have to admit I I don't remember which video um it was it was, but I think random acts of kindness it goes a long way, not only for the person that is receiving it on the other end, but also for the person that's giving it. I think what happens with us is that we get so involved in our daily lives, and what life is happening. You know, life is always gonna uh, happen for us, but it's let's just slow it down. And how can we change? Change ourselves within this life of happening to us. So, and when I say that, I mean the people that we come in contact with every day. If we know them or if we don't know them, but just smiling, something as simple as smiling at someone or opening up the door for someone or just telling someone, hey, I love your shoes. I love your outfit today you look beautiful, it goes a long way. You have no idea of what someone is battling with in their everyday life, but something that you say can definitely change the course of their day. And so that's my biggest thing is just being kind, leading with love, leading with kindness. And that's how we change the world, honestly by the people that we come in contact with every day, just show some type of kindness to them. It not only helps them, it also helps you
0: in the long run. Absolutely. I love that perspective. It reminds me of when I was in Acadia uh, National Park up in Maine. Um, I was there this summer and there's a pond called Jordan Pond. And it's such a still pond. And I remember the way the sun was reflecting it. There was a child who threw a rock into it. And just the way the light was hitting that rock, I saw in like more exaggerated form the ripples in the pond and how that, like you're saying, Robin, that random act of kindness, kindness, even if it's just a smile or you look beautiful today, how that can create a ripple effect. And those ripples can just keep going and going and getting larger and larger. And we truly can change yeah. the world with kindness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, another, when you were just saying that with the ripple effect, it really is a ripple effect. Because if you're doing that to um, another person, that same person more than likely will go about their day smiling and they'll you know, they'll end up doing mm-hmm. something else for someone else. So it becomes a domino effect. Yeah. So I love that you yeah. said I'm that. Yeah, I'm thinking now of
0: what can I do today to spread kindness to someone else right now? And I'm going to think about it and I encourage our listeners, what can we do today? And maybe that is just smiling and saying a nice compliment, like a genuine compliment to someone. I'm going to take a minute after this episode and just reflect on that. Now, Rob, yeah. Um, Now, Robin, um, how can our guests find you? Like, I absolutely love talking with you. I feel like we can talk all day. Um, How can our guests listen more to you and get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, thank you for um, allowing me to share that so I um, have a podcast on YouTube, as well as Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts called Conversations with an S with Robin, R-O-B-B-I-N. And I'm also on social media, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and Instagram as Conversations with Robin on mm. all platforms.
0: Robin, is there anything you want to leave us with today as we wrap up?
1: Um, Yeah. So I've learned over the past couple of years um, more about courage. And I always say, if you have the courage to walk the path of finding your purpose, then walk it. But when those doors open for you, walk through those doors because as we're walking with courage, God, the universe, the divine, whatever you identify as, will put people in your, on your path to help you along the way. So just have the courage to do and find what you want to do in this life because we only have one life to live as of now. So just take advantage of it. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing, Robin. Thank you for having me on, Valerie. I really enjoyed our conversation.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Robin. I hope everyone has a wonderful day out there.